It's that time again for the assault on your ears we call Lower Dorks, a Star Trek Lower Decks podcast. I'm Aaron, and with me as always is Stavros. Tonight on our screens is episode one of season three, Grounded. And in our kips is tequila, just tequila. Just plain old tequila. Uh, I am drinking the Casamigos brand, that is the George Clooney brand uh, for all of you guys who are tequila aficionados i hear i'm not a, i'm not really a huge tequila drinker uh, drinker in general but i hear it's supposed to be good and it tastes it tastes good too what uh, what brand are you going with oh well i mean of course you know for reasons that will become apparent i had to go with the buen amigos brand i mean kind of yeah. is fitting yes i think we'll uh we'll end up talking we'll about get to that, that sure. but you can never go wrong <laughs> Tequila's tequila it's all bad yeah. it's so bad it's good right Indeed, but you know what? Zephram Cochran would be proud. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, let's talk about this episode. It's exciting. We can get into season three for a change. Thank God the wait is over. Uh, but let's talk about Grounded. Um, in this episode, while Captain Freeman stands trial for the alleged destruction of Packlet Planet, the rest of the lower deckers are grounded on Earth. But Mariner comes up with a harebrained plan to exonerate her mother that only sort of blows up in her face. Sort of. Yeah, just just a little bit. Uh, but you know, quick aside already, this early in the episode, I saw someone on Reddit call the Lower Deckers the Warp Core 4. I like How it. How do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I think that's a, a good name <laughs> for them. Okay. Maybe we'll have to make that change, maybe. The Warp Core 4. Warp Core 4. Uh, but yeah, this episode, a lot of uh, fun stuff to talk about. Should we just jump right in? Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, let's do it. Actually, you know what? Before we even get to the episode proper, so I watched this show on Paramount Plus. Um, I'm we're, I'm in the U.S. and I watched on Paramount Plus. And the same thing with uh, Strange New Worlds. They're doing the the Starfleet Delta as a kind of like IP intro in the same way that uh, Disney Plus is doing this IP intro for Star Wars. And for Strange New Worlds, they use the new Enterprise, and for Lower Decks, they use the Cerritos, kind of like making the trail of the Delta. Um, and it's funny because it's like so majestic and looks so cool. Um, but it's like a direct contrast to the opening credits for Lower Decks where the Cerritos is kind of jokey and, and fun. Huh. Did you notice that? That's some uh, quality branding they got going on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Cerritos, always majestic, despite being a garbage ship <laughs> for garbage people. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, let's uh, let's actually get into the episode. You know, right off the bat, the the show opens with the news, like the the FNN news broadcaster. Yeah, and um, uh, what did we get? Stuff. Confirmation of my fan theory: Admiral <laughs> Jellico rose yes. to the ranks. I cannot believe that. Uh, well, I got you know what? As much as he's we've talked about this before, as much as he's he's hated in in that next gen episode. He's competent. The guy's the guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, dude. So, and he in this case he's banning Choo 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 from. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Searches. I wonder what's going on. Like, I mean, I guess <laughs> things kind of went sideways when the Zebulon sisters were on board the Cerritos. Maybe like the same thing happens every <laughs> ship they go to. They're just like this yeah. huge disruption. <laughs> yeah, everyone just oh, they get distracted by printing shirts and whatever it is they do. So, yep, skipping work to go to the Choo Choo dance. <laughs> that's right uh, but, but uh, I actually uh, read through the rest of the little like news ticker uh, stuff there um, some interesting little tidbits there um, the next one is that the 
Buffalo Solar Knights Eclipse London Kings in day one of ELDS. So you may remember the London Knights being referenced in some some uh, DS9 and TNG episodes. Um, so there's some some baseball going on there still. Apparently, people still yeah. play baseball in the in this era. Well, it was mentioned in DS9 that there was still leagues going on. That's right. Yeah. Apparently, Vulcan's big fan of it. Yeah, totally. Um, the next one is six-year-old Zach Dorn, youngest to be crowned Stratagemma mas- uh, Grandmaster, and you may remember called the Zach Dorn from that. You know, interesting thing, later in the episode, I think we actually see Zach Dorn getting manhandled by (laughs) Tuvok. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, they just worked in the uh, dual uh, Zach Dorn references. Weird, weird, weird references. (laughs) And then the final entry on the news ticker, Country Stampede, dozen teens injured rushing the stage at uh, Sonny Clemens concert. And you might recall Sonny Clemens as one of the people rescued by the Enterprise in the next-gen episode, Neutral Zone. Yeah, he's like the only he's one that's just center. like cool about everything that's going yeah. on. Like everybody else is like, oh god, this is terrible, what about my money, what about my family, what about my people? He's just all like, where can I get a chill. drink? Can yeah. I get me a banjo? He like gets a guitar and all that? Yeah, it's a guitar, yeah. not a banjo. <laughs> a banjo. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about country music. Hey, you know what? That that's more bluegrass if it's got a banjo in it. So <laughs> okay, fair enough. But that was fun getting all those little uh, little tidbits squeezed in there. Indeed. So. But we get you know we we learn there that you know Captain Freeman's on trial, and it's funny. And I I kind of want to bring it up early to see what you think. This whole thing with uh, Captain Freeman being on trial and the subsequent resolution of her being on trial and the grander plot of what's going on with the Packleds all. Like ninety nine percent of it happens off screen. That is the most fantastic part of this entire episode. <laughs> like there yeah. was a whole other action oriented, over the top, cliffhanger episode, season opener, high budget, yeah. high stakes, and that is not the episode <laughs> we follow. We follow no, a failed rescue all. attempt that barely makes it out of space dock. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's funny because that like perfectly fits the theme of the show, but it's weird because you know it's. I, I wonder what you think if it still makes for a fulfilling episode because, like you said, when they try and steal the Cerritos on space dock, they literally get stuck and here's the and thing: nothing happens. They barely get out of it's it. It's probably way more fulfilling for me than it is for most people because I've been mm-hmm. saying for years I want this episode where there's some <laughs> big problem they're facing. And the main characters are not involved in the resolution at all. They just hear about it <laughs> after it completely yes. fails. And I had even said at the end of last <laughs> season that I hope Mariner goes off the deep end trying to rescue her mother. And everybody yeah, else is like, no, nah, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and they've got this whole other plan going on that she's just not involved with. And it totally yeah. went down the way I had predicted. For once, <laughs> I am right. Actually, this whole episode is just me being right. I, I really love it. <laughs> We're gonna, you know what? Should we talk about that now? Because I think I know what you're talking about. I, you know what? Let's get there naturally. So uh, <laughs> okay. I, I've already rubbed enough in. Let's let's just move on, and we'll we'll come back. Let's go through the episode. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. One of the things I wanted to call out actually is Admiral Freeman, who is played by Phil Lamar, actually gets tons of screen time and voice lines in this episode. It's kind of nice to get more instead of just being like a, a couple little lousy lines. He he actually gets to actually be in the episode quite a bit. 
yeah, doesn't have a whole lot to do. I mean, like, he's mainly just the, uh, you know, authority figure to uh, right. Mariner's rebel. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact, though, that uh, he gets a bit of bad news from <laughs> Admiral, and I love this, <laughs> Les, <laughs> Les Buen Amiga. <laughs> Admiral Goodfriend, come on! Is there... I feel like there's got to be something more to this, or are they just just making up goofy names? I don't know. To, I love it. I love names. the fact that he's the one who calls. Uh, it's it's a fantastic <laughs> sideways thing there. That was pretty funny. You know, that's that's our third... You know, I'm drinking the Casamigos. You're drinking... Um, What's the name of the tequila again? Buen Amigas. It's his name. Buen Amigas. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, it all makes sense when you think about it. <sighs> yeah, that whole scene is fantastic. <laughs> Mariner destroying the uh, just, monitors. Yeah. And the Admiral being all like, you know, they just turn off, right? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Love her calling out, why is the Golden Gate Bridge still there if nobody drives? I know. <laughs> nobody drives. Like, what purpose does it serve? <laughs> it's funny. That's been in, like, every recent... Uh, Star Trek show like it's been in Discovery it's been in uh, Strange New Worlds it's been in Picard it's been in Lower Decks people love that bridge man well I mean it's, it's, it's not kind just of, it's Freeman. iconic you know it's I think it's actually yeah. probably been in every series at some point I know it was in Voyager yeah. that's right it was in Voyager we went right to uh, Starfleet Academy in uh, Next Generation so I'm sure it was there yep I yeah. think you see it in, in Next Gen yeah. yeah you're right it's a popular bridge people man like everyone bridges. likes the bridge Mariner yeah get on board <laughs> just because you're upset doesn't mean you can diss the golden gate indeed that red thing uh but from there we pop into the opening credits and i'm sure you noticed the main change which is in the battle scene which keeps getting more and more ridiculous more They've and more of the crystalline entity why is <laughs> yeah. the crystalline entity in there did i miss an episode i don't know i don't th- they mentioned the crystalline entity i think in yeah. a previous episode and that's it okay well maybe that's it i don't know yeah but i actually went back just to compare it to uh the season one opener where it's just borg and romulans and i feel like in every season they just add more and more yeah ridiculous stuff to that scene so it's great yeah it'll I'm be interesting it. to see Make what happens in uh season seven you know <laughs> they're gonna shove in even more ships yep <laughs> and then we come back from the from the intro and we get the scene we've seen before with uh boimler on his raisin farm kind of funny thing they've you know they've, of course they've added more jokes and stuff like that but i actually saw this online somebody posted on reddit that uh the first girl that approaches boimler in the little weird yeah, hat thing is the, literally the, the sun made raisin, raisin girl, girl. yeah <laughs> i didn't realize Fantastic. it's exactly a one-for-one thing from the logo so good uh but we've talked about the rest of that scene before but i thought the part that they did cut out for the where the where they're Boimler's running off with Baroner, and the girl like chasing after him. She goes, "I'm soaked in juice, and I need you <laughs> to help me get naked." Oh, it's yeah. fantastic! <laughs> yeah, just hose yourself off. You're fine. Uh, I thought oh, that was yeah, good. so so fantastic. The whole change. I know of Boimler's yeah. status from on board the Cerritos, where he's the weird lower deck kid to where he's the uh popular venture uh vintner in yeah the farm it's, it's it's a little goofy but from there we get to the uh, you know again the scene we the scene that we've seen in some of the previews at uh, the cisco kitchen yeah um, stuffed alligator and all 
Oh yeah, that's right. Just hanging out in the background you can't there. Have enough of that. But did you notice that the pads are just like iPads and can take photos? I mean, that makes sense. Why? Why would we have a tech <laughs> downgrade at that point? <laughs> yeah, it's funny to see them, you know, work out just like uh, like iPads. But that's fun. But yeah, I'm sure you you also picked out the Ketrasol White Hot Sauce. White Hot Sauce, amazing. <laughs> if they don't start selling that, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Uh, I actually saw Mike McMahon post a something about a uh, a season three goodie bag. Get a hold of us, Mike. We could also use stuff like that. But um, it actually has a bottle of the Ketrasol White Hot Sauce in there. So oh, man. if you're fancy schmancy press, you got some. <laughs> Which we are not. We are no. We are sad, casual armchair people. Third rate yeah. podcasters. <laughs> Correct. But I did some research on the white hot sauce. Um, it actually says on the bottle that it is 17 million SHU, and I Googled it. Spent some time Googling it. SHU is actually a unit of heat, in case you didn't know. It's called Scoville Heat Units. And if you go to their website, the spiciest item they have is only 16 million SHUs. I... So uh, this hot sauce is hotter than the currently existing maximum hotness. Had no idea that was a thing, and frankly, I don't care. Well, you know what? Don't you feel better now that you know a little bit? Something something new? No, I feel like I'm going to forget this by morning. No, that's just because of the tequila. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but then our, the Warp Core 4 go to the transporter facility to try and... Uh, yeah, you know, beam to this. Rios. And this, this scene bothers let's talk, me. Let's talk about this. Yeah, so before yeah, we even start on the facility, on. I love this scene. But yeah, why do they need to go to a facility? Like we have established in the series that there's right. transporters like everywhere. They're in buildings. Right. They're on street corners. They're yeah. in like lobby areas. They're all over the place. Yep. Like why do they need to go to a facility? Yeah, I don't know. Good, great question. Like yeah, anywhere anyone can beam there. They have the coordinates. Yeah, like and maybe <laughs> they like just want an excuse to talk to this guy. Maybe like the street pads that you can use anywhere are like locked to only certain locations, right? But like, mm. I feel like they would be able to override them. I mean, they, they just yeah. feel like this. This is just an excuse to go to the transport location. <laughs> they just really needed to work in that. Uh that guy there the not o'brien <laughs> guy yeah the definitely not old o'brien i mean like <laughs> i was all in the run-up expecting it to be o'brien there and i wonder if that's what they originally yeah. had planned but then just couldn't get cole uh, they couldn't get him maybe yeah maybe i don't know i'm just super sad it wasn't him yeah still a great character though are they gonna bring back this guy no with his butterscotches no he's gone i love that he totally <laughs> offers I... him butterscotch though yeah <laughs> yeah I, I like, so, I mean, we're going to get the, more to this when they actually steal the Cerritos as well, but do you feel like it's in character for them to instantly decide to sacrifice their careers, basically? Because they can get in major trouble for, I mean, they're, they're talking about physically assaulting this guy. Yeah, physically assaulting that... this guy, hijacking it. But I mean, like, this <laughs> yeah. is all a callback to the search for Spock, you know, when they yeah, steal the Enterprise. Definitely. So I feel like, you know, <laughs> if Kirk can get away with it, why not Mariner? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're the same, right? Yeah, I mean, one's a decorated uh, admiral, and the other is an ensign who's one step from washing out of Starfleet. <laughs> same diff, you know? Yeah, completely, yeah. They can't they can't demote uh, Mariner anymore, I don't think. How would they do that? Uh, demote her to <laughs> a uh, civilian? 
<laughs> I think there's a. I think that means they kick her out. Yeah. They kick her out of yeah. the uh, fleet. <laughs> Did you like anything? Anything else you want to mention about this scene? No, there's nothing else interesting in this scene. No, nothing, nothing at, at all. all. Yeah. Well, you know what was interesting is the theme park. Oh at Bozeman, boy, the first contact land was was like Bozeman. Was the camp always like on the edge of a cliff? Like I don't remember this from the movie, but like. I feel no. like if it was, like, Cochran's, you know, his alcoholic ass would not have survived till launch day. He would have wandered like, off that Yeah, I feel like he point. would have walked off a cliff way, way before <laughs> they got to the magic carpet ride. Oh, yeah. That's funny. And speaking of music, it's funny because they run the, well, skipping around a little bit, but they, you know, go on the, the ride, which, by the way, is highly reminiscent of disneyland um all the way down to the uh how the doors look going into the uh star tours ride it looks exactly the same ripped completely out of uh star tours but i love how they got the actual uh the magic carpet ride song for the for the lifting out out of the ship yeah it's all but they couldn't get hooby doobie come on yeah. man <laughs> like the roy orbison of the state was all like no way we're not letting you use this we can only have cartoon. one yeah <laughs> I do love though that they reference that that jukebox famously only plays one song. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I know we heard it playing multiple times, but like, yeah, that doesn't mean that's the only song it plays. It's just his favorite song. Come on, people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I there, there's got to be a story behind this. Like, why? What happened to to Ubi Doobie? Yeah, like, bring it back. The the like high muckety mucks were like. No, McMahon, you only get one song. You can pick out one song. <laughs> we Put can only the other song one. back. Put it back. <laughs> Just one. You can reference it, and that's it. Put it back. On the shelf. Oh, yeah. But there was, like, tons of other stuff that was great in this oh, scene. Yeah. Like, they're really doing good with their, like, wide shot stuff. Like, I oh, love yeah, the totally. uh, the stands. There's the T-Trek stand that sells yes. T-shirts. <laughs> and thirst contact. Oh, dying. Oh man, I, I didn't see that one. Yeah, oh, I wonder what they sell there. Like smoothies, maybe. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? It would have to be. Yeah. I liked the Zephyr Cochran uh, souvenir caps that yeah, everyone. I'd get wearing. one of those. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Wish I had one right now. Why are those not real? I bet they are. You got to make those the thing. You can find anything yeah. on Amazon. <laughs> so I but i mean I, right all of that stuff though but i gotta know what's the deal with the churros why churros Ooh. is there a reason why don't you th- that's a disneyland thing this is another disneyland th- reference really they just sell churros at yeah. disneyland everywhere when did they're, this happen? they're like famous famous for churros yeah is that like a new thing or has it always been that way it's been a thing for a while i don't know churros I, and uh i haven't and, been there um, since the Dolby. 80s so oh well that would explain a lot could be don't you want to be at a Disney adult? You too would be able to get these references. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All you have to do is sell your hovel, and you could go there like twice. Twice. Uh, you know what? My hovel is... <laughs> That's probably it, it. Housing market the way it is, I could probably go there thrice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Slow down. You're getting out of control. I got some upgrades. I got barbed wire fence now, and I got a tire oh. dump in the back. Wow. Yeah. That's high class. High class. All the neighbors are jealous. <laughs> I can tell. But you know they get on the ship, and how do you feel about Gavin, the hero, the true hero? Of oh the my story? god! Like if you know what, forget the Ways Douche Three. Like I don't care about any of those people coming back. <laughs> Gavin needs to make a return. I want an entire <laughs> Gavin centric episode. 
What a what a journey that character went through this whole episode. He went from a whiny punk to the 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 hero that the galaxy needs. Yeah, scared of space to space hero. I yeah, bring him back. He is my new favorite character. <laughs> all Gavin, all the time. Yeah, it's they got to buy that fanny pack. That's that really is what makes it. I think. Oh man, yes. <laughs> I do want to uh, say though, my final thing about this is that really disappointed me, okay. and we we've mentioned the music. I am really disappointed that they got Magic Carpet Ride. I would have mm-hmm. loved it to be like a similar but not the correct song. I feel like that would have just been so <laughs> fitting of like yeah. a small shitty theme park around a singular <laughs> historic event, yeah. just to get one like minor, it maybe major detail wrong. Yeah, yeah, make a joke out of it maybe. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that there was no like Borg cosplayers there at the park too. <laughs> like that now, do people know? Like now, do they know? I know in like the end era, like uh, Archer references his dad telling him Cochrane's crazy story, but like it was mm. implied that it was like not this known thing. But I'm wondering right. if by now it's like known by everybody, you know? Yeah, I I, would, I don't know. It depends, you know? Like Picard files this report after the events of First Contact and. Yeah. Does that does that get public? Does that just do they, kind do of they classify mess up it or the... do they release it or what? Yeah, do they make it public? And like, the Vulcans respond with We knew the humans couldn't have done this on their own. <laughs> That's right. We have so much regret still. Somewhere there's like some <laughs> Vulcan high muckety muck who's just like called it. <laughs> I I knew it was illogical. Humans could have done this. Could have achieved warp flight on their own. That's right. <laughs> But, you know, back to music for a second. How about that first contact theme plastered all over the that uh, establishing shots of the theme park? Did, did you notice did, that? Didn't even notice. No, not at all. Oh, man. I'm not really big into music or audio or yeah. sound at all, you know? I tend to watch yeah. it with the audio off and just subtitles. Oh, uh, that would that would yeah. make it. But, yeah, it's, they've, got, they've totally got the first contact uh, movie theme no, all over the we, We've episode, mentioned this. So. They do a really good job with their audio engineering in this series. Totally. And, Very much so. Uh, their yeah. callbacks are not just visual. They're not just dialogue. It's, it's like woven into every they got everything of the series yeah. yeah totally good they even got the statue do you notice that that they mentioned in first contact with the <laughs> and you're uh, just kind of reaching, reaching out, out to the stars <laughs> to the future yeah <laughs> that was good i'm glad they had that in there it was a good touch you know what they should have like updated it after they learned the real truth of what went down and just had him like instead <laughs> of reaching out to the stars he's holding, like holding up a, a stash of cash <laughs> <laughs> even better he wants to retire to an island full of women or whatever that was whatever yeah. he said right nothing wrong with that <laughs> you know the the guy you know it's he's the he, he's the hero that we needed at the time even though his motivations were not what we thought they were well and so i think that was a great story fine. in the overall series is that that experience of going into space uh, achieving warp flight, meeting the Vulcans, completely changed his motivational imperative. Yeah, you know they should make a TV series out of That's that. True. Do like a pre prequel series. That's all about Zephram Cochran <laughs> after First Contact. It's like the the true execution of the thought behind the Enterprise show. No, like even even further like back, that. right? Just like the first yeah. days of warp yeah, yeah. flight with Zephram Cochran and his team and those. Dirt Vulcans always getting in the way. The theme song could be <laughs> Hooby Dooby. It would be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
get that get the licensing guys working on that yeah license the song for that let's make it happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> Aaron will be your uh, executive producer or the uh, the what do you call it the world builder guy I'll be the lore master for this the lore, yes lore master yes yeah okay just, uh, just send us a tweet we'll make it work <laughs> so moving on so they get to Boimler's logs and we're gonna have to talk about this because Boimler dyes his uh, hair oh my god that's why it's why purple. did this happen <laughs> He also dyes his eyebrows, apparently. Hey, you know what? Why why half-ass it? Go all the way, baby. I'm so upset. This yeah. destroys my, my theory about Boimler not being fully human. Yep. Uh, why did this have to happen? Well, it, I almost stopped the episode right there. and It, it had to happen because this entire episode was a gift to me. <laughs> did you were you You're like watch that and this, a smile down. spread across your oh face. you know what i was already smiling <laughs> with this happen and it just broke my face to see a plastic surgeon <laughs> get it toned down <sighs> terrible called it i'm i'm still upset it's I've, I've watched special. this a couple times i'm really upset of course you know when I'm, they do reveal I'm... his true hair color it's gonna be like green or some stupid thing like that. <laughs> some other unnatural i can color. never win <laughs> we'll have to get back to that we'll have to put this on hold i'm gonna i i'm still gonna hold out hope maybe there's something else unusual about him i can still win this oh my god but anyway so they steal the ship well i think we skipped over some of the oh. uh boimler's log stuff obviously oh, yeah? the, okay. the hair More is that. the best part but he sniffs the captain's chair like oh yeah also gross weird. creepy both uh yeah and then he dropped his tricorder in the toilet. Like, all too real, right? I hear about this all the time. Oh, I dropped my electronic device in the toilet. What the F are you doing in there that you're dropping your device in the toilet? Right. Yeah, that is a, that is a problem. Not for me. My <laughs> electronic devices go nowhere near the toilet water. What y'all doing in there, people? Yeah. You know, sometimes you gotta like you're you're doing your scans and you gotta take a dump and you just bring it in with you. And ooh, I wonder if he know? was scanning his dumps. <laughs> it's one of those freaks. Purple to <laughs> for the purple hair. See if he's healthy. You know. Well, I, I guess I'll never know because he. Uh, I hope he threw that tricorder out. Yeah, put it back in the replicator. Flushed it. Do you think toilets in uh, Star Trek time flush? Or when you hit the like flush button, does it just like disintegrate the contents of the bowl? <laughs> I still, I, I don't know. This like, wait, are you one of those has, people have, who subscribe to the beaming the poop right out of yeah, them? Yes, I was going, theory? but the, you know, now that now that toilets are canon, yeah, it's too late. I don't They've know established what to think. The toilets exist. <laughs> I don't know what to think about that now. I'm hoping it's just like you know, like the the opening of a replicator. It's just like that, except you know oriented differently they so poop into the replicators and then <laughs> they use that same material then yeah at other replicators to produce food yeah, yeah i get it yeah gross yeah, makes sense right yeah <laughs> seems reasonable to me to be honest it's just a little mini replicator and it just i am not surprised it. that eating your poop seems reasonable to you <laughs> You know what? I think we need to talk uh, about something else. Yeah, let's move on. This has gotten a little <laughs> gross for my taste. Oh, God, that's even grosser. Oh, come on. Keep it going. Move along. Oh, oh no. All right. 
Well, uh, I'm going to go to the the steal the the Cerritos, and we were talking before the show, and I I still think the greatest joke in this uh, episode is when the guys are just like the two dudes are like supposed to be guarding Dry Dock, and one of them's like playing. 3D future chess. solitaire 3d yeah. chess it's basically the, yeah the equivalent of playing solitaire i love on a work it computer. nothing's changed yeah <laughs> they still have these guys dudes doing and they watch the ship come jobs, out yeah you know, neglecting their work <laughs> and they the one guy just they're they both just stare at the cerritos as it comes out and the guy just like reaches over and just taps the red alert button <laughs> it was still good no dialogue required still a funny joke it was a decent gag yeah. Um, but let's see what else. You know, you you uh, had some comments about the you know after uh, Mariner kicks uh, everyone else off the ship except for her, and Boimler tricks the autopilot into yeah! coming back. Jesus, some autopilot issues here. That autopilot is terrible. Like, oh, it still thinks we're flying in Earth. What? Do you not have <laughs> sensors on board this thing? Can it not? T- Who designed this autopilot, Boeing? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That's oh, uh, too, too <laughs> that soon. Hurts. Too soon. Uh. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's. I mean, autopilot is one thing, but even even modern autopilots will correct for certain things. It's not yeah. like it's just like a pre-programmed thing, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, they're pre-programmed reasonable. to respond to environmental things, right? Right. You know, it's got yeah. sensors for like equilibrium and tilt and yaw and all that right. stuff, but it's all like. I don't know. This this whole shuttle crash bothers me. Like You know what? We, they lived and that's that's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the important thing, I guess. <laughs> Somewhere some poor autopilot programmer is getting harangued by his boss. Yeah, I think so. But then we get, you know, we the the plot begins to resolve. The Cerritos is of course a uh breeding ground for uh little alien jelly creatures, which is in itself a, a kind of funny joke. But of course, Captain Freeman comes and gives the summary that we talked a little bit about earlier, where the all of the other main characters have solved the main plot about the destruction of Paclog Planet, and I'm sure you caught it too. You know, Captain Bateman um, yeah. is the is Kelsey Grammer's character from Cause and Effect, uh, my favorite TNG episode or possibly Star Trek episode. Yeah, overall. the uh, captain with the highest Enterprise kill count makes a return. <laughs> That's right. How weird, many? A hundred? A thousand? callback, though, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, why Why that callback of all things? And he has no dialogue. He's just there. Yeah. Same, same with uh, Tuvok. He's just there. Like, why? Yeah, why Tuvok. these references? You know why? I mean, it could be... So, I, I mean, we've talked about this with Gavin. The Lower Decks only goes one way as far as introducing characters. So there's, the, there's all the main cast, and then there are people that have shown up but have no lines... And then they eventually get lines and become more main characters. So we've seen that with Casey, um, a bunch of other characters on the Cerritos. It could happen here too. It could be that uh, that they've booked uh, some Kelsey Grammer and some uh, some Tim Russ, and they're going to uh, pop in. I, I and doubt re- it. You don't think so? Nope. Should we should we make a uh, gentleman's right wager? Now? Yeah. No, no, we shouldn't. Gambling <laughs> is wrong, kids. Because you know that uh, you'll be wrong every time. I don't know if this episode is any indication. I'm on a winning streak. <laughs> for once, for once. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna have to say it now. I think it's a distinct possibility they're going to get Tim Russ and Kelsey Grammer on the show. Just, just putting that out there. Yeah, could be. Couldn't get Call Meanie though. That's true. Why? Yeah, get that guy. What's he doing? 
get him on the show, man. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Help us out here. But one neat touched uh, I I saw when they were you know Captain uh, Freeman is giving the recap um, on the um, the packlets where it shows like all of the packlets in a row. Did you notice the one packlet that's in the yeah, he's still in his Cerritos uh, gear store? Oh, <laughs> yeah, amazing! <it's> so good. <laughs> Quite a fun callback. But let's see. Well, things kind of start to wrap up, and Captain Freeman and Admiral Freeman kind of hand off Mariner's fate to your best buddy, Commander Ransom. Oh, man, I hope How'd you this feel about is that? a season-long arc. I love their dynamic. <laughs> um, what do you think is going to be new about this? I don't... Because they already have a strained dynamic. I love their dynamic, and I hope they just, like, play on it more. Um, I love the whole sexual tension they have going on. I love the, like, differing views on Starfleet that they have. I love the, you know ransom and his high ideals and mariners get it done attitude clashing i just right you know i've I've always said that exchange on the crystal planet is one of my favorites yeah. from the series and i oh, really yeah. hope we see tons more like that yeah it's funny i kind of like thought it it, it came off as like a like the start of like a rom-com movie where you know they're they're the the tension is there and they're at odds and then they're just going to have like a goofy adventure and possibly end up in a relationship together. He's the by the books first officer. She's the out of control ensign. But now they have to learn from each other's strengths and fix each other's weaknesses. Star Trek Lower Decks, the Mariner. And I completely Ransom. forgot it. Ransom story! Jesus! <laughs> okay, it came out at some point. You know, I think you've just uh, made... You've just outlined the next episode of Short Treks. I be, uh, somehow doubt that. Time. We'll see. I guess we'll see. But, you know, going back to our recent uh, Season 1 rewatch, they go back to phasers being the one item that can clean up all the messes thing. As Set phasers cleaning the clean! Plan. <laughs> they don't even do wide beam. There's, yeah, that, that uh, was the one that, that got me. Yeah. Like, why are you not doing wide beam, people? Come on. <laughs> Maybe, like, the clean setting can't do wide beam. <laughs> Maybe. It could be. Maybe it's, like, the equivalent of, you know, being in, um, uh, like, military boot camp and they tell you to, like, clean the bathroom with a toothbrush. They just go, here, clean the shuttle bay with a uh, phaser set to narrow beam. Hmm. just to make you have to work it off i somehow doubt that because it comes up a lot in the series <laughs> that's true <laughs> like i feel like this is sop at some point yeah like it's frequent appearance nobody's thought of it yeah yeah i don't know but yeah once again the cleaning phasers i'm so confused but you know they at the wrap-up of the episode they captain gavin gets arrested and uh he loses his commission there i feel like this is like a super villain in the making i hope not i hope that like somewhere <laughs> down the road the cerritos gets rescued and it's captain gavin in his makeshift starfleet <laughs> ship he's been like replicating <laughs> from like food replicators like just bit by <laughs> yeah. bit by bit it's like held together it. with like duct tape and string <laughs> but it still works still gets him into make space. it happen you know what if the packlets can get into space why not gavin Maybe Gavin allies with the Packlets. That would be... I'd hate that. That'd be, that'd why, be why? Why'd you gotta go there, man? Gavin <laughs> has a true noble heart. Yeah, that's true. He had nothing but noble intentions, but I don't know. When he stole now that, that Starfleet has uh, taken down, it could be, it could be an issue. I don't 
Oh, Gavin, come back to us. Maybe that's the next episode of Short Treks is uh, Gavin's Adventure. Maybe that's the next series. Maybe this was a backdoor pilot. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Let's see. Where's he going in his Warp 1 Phoenix? Yeah. Captain Gavin, like... space captain extraordinaire. In his little cockpit, his, his like, you know, there's no toilet in there. It's just the cockpit. Who needs a toilet know, when you have an airlock? <laughs> Is there an airlock on the Phoenix? I don't think so. There's a door. There's think, a door. That's it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of the Phoenix, actually, I mean, they the per, very pretty model that they used for it here. Yeah, well, I mean, their visuals are pretty solid, so it's not surprising. Yeah. It, it it kind of it looks prettier and glowier than the first contact model, I thought. I, I did a little comparison, and, you know, they've got more engine glowiness in the Lower Decks version. Uh, the stuff, Lower so. Decks, they love their engine glows. They do. That is true. There's no starship they can't glow up. <laughs> Correct. Especially Starfleet ones. But I guess that's it. Where do you think the show is, the, the uh, season is going to go from here? We're back to the status quo, I guess. They've resolved Captain Freeman's. Well, I think it's a uh, sideways status quo. They've kind of shaked things up a tiny, tiny bit. But, you know, sure. everybody's back on board the Cerritos, and I imagine we'll be having fun, one off adventures that have no long lasting repercussions. Any day now. <laughs> and I look forward to that. Yes, indeed. Well, that's all for <laughs> my cup, and our screens are blank once more. But you can catch us again next week as we pontificate about episode two of season three. In the meantime, catch us on Twitter at Lower Dorks, or you could take a magic carpet ride on a cloud of sound to drift in the night. You'll find someone to help your fantasy set you free. That's what you're supposed to say. Is that me? Oh, oh, is that me? No, no, stop, Rose. Never, 